So hello and welcome to episode three of the Turn 5 podcast, which is a bit different. Um, it's another non-race week, so we're all still very bored waiting on Formula 1 to come back. <laughs> um, as usual, I've got Nia, Ben, Alex and Richard with me. So an, an, an important caveat to note, we're doing season predictions and we're aware that there's been a race. Um, we sat on the Thursday night before Bahrain and made these predictions up. We just didn't have time in the first two episodes to talk about it, so we're doing it now. Um, so we're going these to start are, off. These are only const- based off testing. Yeah. So it's literally just <laughs> testing and 2020 performance, as will be evident, especially with my predictions. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um So, yeah, we're going to start off with the Constructors. Who's going first? I think it was was me, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So the way we're doing it is we're all going to say ours and then we're going to discuss. Just, yeah. Yeah. So uh, my team's one, Mercedes, two, Red Bull, three, McLaren, four, Aston Martin, five, Alpine, six, Ferrari, seven, Alpha Tauri. Gone a bit risky here. Eight Williams, nine Alfa Romeo, ten Haas. Fair. Uh, my list reads uh, Red Bull to win the Constructors' Championship, <laughs> then Mercedes, third McLaren, fourth Aston Martin, fifth I've gone for Ferrari, sixth Alpine, seventh Alfa Tauri, and then probably a somewhat safer finish to the list of eighth Alfa Romeo, ninth Williams, tenth Haas. And then I think I'm next, aren't I? Yeah. Yep. On the other list. So I've gone Mercedes to win the constructors. I was tempted to go with Red Bull, but um, yeah, Red Bull obviously second. McLaren third. I think that's the general consensus. Then I've gone, uh, this is where it gets a bit risky, but I'm not actually feeling quite so bad about it after the first race. <laughs> Ferrari in fourth, Alpha Tower in fifth, Aston Martin sixth, and then Alpine seventh. I know that was heavily criticised before the start of the season. When we first discussed it, and then no prizes for guessing the last three: Alpha, Williams, and Haas. So yeah, I've got Mercedes to to become eight-time world champions. <laughs> <laughs> the Mercedes fan predicting a Mercedes win. What a surprise! <laughs> um, Red Bull, McLaren, Aston Martin, Ferrari, Alpine, Alpha Tauri, Alpha Romeo, Williams, and Haas. Yeah, <laughs> mine's the exact same. Mercedes first, Red Bull second, McLaren third, Aston Martin fourth, Ferrari fifth, Alpine sixth, Alfa Tauri seventh, Alfa Romeo eighth, Williams ninth, and Haas tenth. So I'm just going to kick it off with we've all underestimated Ferrari, I think, especially considering <laughs> the top U2 in Bahrain. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the real realisation moment of they've made better gains than others. Yeah. Um, I think... I think I'm regretting putting Aston Martin so high I am after, as well. after the, yeah. the testing debacle and uh, Seb picking up a casual five penalty points on the opening weekend. Um, uh, I feel like I probably should have put Alpha Tauri higher in the grand scheme of things. Mm. I'm regretting yeah. putting Alpha Tauri behind yes. Alpine. Yeah. Yes, am I. <laughs> so. I'm regretting putting Aston Martin in fourth, I think. Should we should we do a should we do a scoring system at the end of the season? So if you got it exactly right, you get five points. If you're one place out, you get two points, and then if you're more than that, you get no points. 
Well, on, on my table, I'm actually tracking the change in each um, position after next race, because I think it's quite boring to do it from race one, because it's just where people finished. Yeah. Um, so yeah, from race two, I'm going to have to sit and look at what the changes are. And well, when we get to drivers, there's already quite a few changes, but as I say, there's only been one race. Um, what else? Can we... Well, generally, the top three and the bottom three, we agreed on mostly, apart from a couple had Rebel yeah. Mercedes and Alfa yeah. Romeo Williams. I think but the midfield, the four in between that is where it gets interesting, isn't it? That's why... Yeah, I, that's um, the scrap. Yeah. In terms of mine, I mean, the Ferrari in fourth, I'm not feeling so bad about now. Because, I mean, there was talk after testing, wasn't there, that, oh, they're slower than Alfa Romeo, I heard, on race yeah. cars. That, which, I mean, Alfa, yeah, they've improved Alfa Romeo, but not by that much, I don't not, think. Yeah, but um, no. I'm, in terms of Alfa Tari in fifth, I'm not. It's a bit. It's a risky one. I'm not sure they'll keep that up the whole season. That's that was more of testing. I don't know. I think Yuki's but, got off to a strong start, and Pierre's a solid driver. He just got unlucky again, last week. Bahrain's always been a strong track for Toro Rosso slash Alpha Tauri. Um, mm. Gasly finished right up there, and in, in his first season. Um, they've always performed quite strong in Bahrain. So as a, as a track thing, and we'll see in Imola how they do, or is their car just that good? Well, you always see certain teams go better on um, certain tracks than others. Yeah. Like, like uh, well, until, I say until last year, Mercedes turned their engine down. Abu Dhabi has always been a, a Mercedes track, hasn't it? Ever yeah. since it came in, it's just been Mercedes, Mercedes, win, done. Um, whereas... Austria has always been somewhat more Red Bull. Mexico has always been somewhat more Red Bull. So yeah, yeah I, I think just to an extent you can you can argue that it could have been the track, um, but I don't think we need to take away from. I think I still think AlphaTauri looked good this season. Oh, definitely. Oh yeah, especially so, with Yuki because yeah. Yuki's a really solid driver. Points in his yeah. first race. Yeah, can't really yeah. go wrong with that. I think he'll get a few big hauls over the course of the season. We mentioned this last time, didn't we? I think he's mm. going to have some a few spectacular races that haul them up. But of course, we're talking about a 23 race season. We know how much can change, you know, from the start to the end of the season. Uh, but then again, obviously, we've heard Mercedes. They've said recently, haven't they? It's going to be hard because of the way the development rules are this season mm -hmm. to close the gap. So maybe there might not be quite as much of a swing as we're expecting. But yeah, Aston Martin are the ones who you'd expect them to improve out of everyone, really, based on Bahrain and testing, really. Then again, we do know Mercedes. Oh, the other cars are so much better. Um, we're yeah. so far behind. Titles wrapped up, like, halfway through the season. <laughs> the thing is, like, you can you can draw comparisons with 2018 and 17, can't you? Because yeah. there was the whole, you know... Ferrari were quicker for a while, weren't they? Particularly the first half of the season. Yeah, 2017, but, 2018. Yeah. And to a point, 2019. Yeah. 19 was more qualifying, wasn't it? Because of yeah. the, engine, the illegal engine. engine. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the definitely perfectly legal, but we're not going to disclose what was mm. or wasn't legal about it, Ferrari engine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in terms of... In terms of that top two battle, in you know, when it, particularly 2018, there was really a period where Ferrari looked stronger, wasn't there? Mm -hmm. But I just always had a feeling that Hamilton would win the title that year. I'd, even after, you know, the whole getting spun around at the start of Silverstone, the Germany qualifying breakdown, 
I just always had a feeling that Hamilton and Mercedes would pull it back for whatever reason. That's the this, thing. This year, though, it's good. I just, I've got, I'm not so sure. I've got a sneaking suspicion that it's, they just don't look like, I mean, we know what Mercedes are like, but we mentioned this last week. There's nowhere where their car really seems to have strengths over Red Bull. And they've mentioned this as well. Mm. So, I mean, unless Hamilton can pull off a Bahrain style miracle or Verstappen sort of has a lot more DNFs, which we've seen in the past. Yeah, and, Verstappen didn't finish yeah. all in Italy last season. Yeah, that's something. And we're going to Italy next. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he can break that duck. Uh, <laughs> no, um, just thinking about the Ferrari season in there, 2018. Um, I think often, the last few years, particularly Ferrari, have been sort of their own worst enemy. Um, they've sort of shot themselves in the foot repeatedly mm. with strategies. I mean, okay, Seb crashing out of the German Grand Prix wasn't their fault uh, but largely they, they've just particularly last year they didn't make a lot of the right calls I mean both cars getting knocked out before Q3 at at their home Grand Prix yeah was not great um, so I think if Ferrari can nail down their their strategies and their consistency then they'll stand a much better chance. Equally, if Renault, now Alpine, can sort out their reliability issues that they've historically had, um, then I think they will do better than they've managed so far. Um, but on the topic of Alpha Tauri, I've just looked it up. Uh, while Pierre Gasly did DNS uh, at Emilia-Romagna last year, Danny Kvyat came fourth. So it's not like the mm. Alpha Tower is a slouch around that circuit. So, yeah, I think. Um, well, Gasly was he qualified fourth, didn't he? As well. Yeah, Gasly yeah, qualified Gasly. highly. Uh, Gasly had an absolutely amazing weekend, and then his car just blew up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was Engine failure after eight laps. So. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, Do we move shall on we... to our drivers then? Yeah. yeah shall we move yeah. on to our drivers? So, um, do we just? Bang out yeah, all 20. Order. Yeah, all, all 20. 20. Oh, oh, this is going to be hard for. <laughs> Number one, I've gone with Hamilton. Obviously, he's like, yeah. Then um, number two, I've gone with Bottas. Number three, Verstappen. But I think it's going to be quite close. Obviously, last year it was relatively close. But this year, I think it'll be quite close. Uh, number four, Ricardo. Five, Perez. Again, I think it'll be close. Um. These two, I was quite conflicted over. Well, really, I'd say from here on out, I was quite conflicted over a lot of the midfield. But so six, I've gone with Vettel. Number seven, I've gone with Norris. Eight, number gone with Stroll. Nine, Gasly. Ten, Leclerc. Eleven, Ocon. Twelve, Sainz. Thirteen, Sonoda. Fourteen, Alonso. Fifteen, I'm hopeful, uh, Russell. 16, Raikkonen, 17, Latifi, 18, Giovinazzi, and as we can all tell, 19, Schumacher, and 20, Mazepin. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I, I, I might have predicted Red Bull would win the Constructors, uh, but I still put Lewis down to win the Drivers as my sort of caveat to that. Um, I did, however, say that Max would come second and Sergio would come third. 
then fourth, I've got Bottas. Fifth, I've got Ricardo. Sixth, I've got Vettel. Seventh, Norris. Uh, eighth, I've gone for Leclerc. And ninth, I've gone for Sainz. Tenth, I've gone for Alonso. Yikes. Eleventh, uh, I've gone for Gasly. Twelfth, I've gone for Stroll. Thirteenth, I've gone for Ocon. Fourteenth, I've gone for Sonoda. Fifteenth, Raikkonen. Sixteenth, Giovinazzi. Seventeenth, Russell. Eighteenth, Schumacher. I think he's going to grab one solitary point this season. Nineteenth, uh, Latifi. And uh, number 20 will be the number nine driver. But I'm going to insert a clause here. If Hulkenback happens, he's going to finish 17th. Didn't think about that. That is, I'm, I'm going to leave that in there. That's a, an extra bold prediction. Alex, we got. Yeah, um, I didn't think of that actually. Yeah, the most difficult, <laughs> the most difficult thing for me was getting my drivers to match what I wanted in the constructors. If that makes sense, yeah. I, I, I wasn't so sure about the whole Alpha, Aston Martin Alpine thing and putting their drivers so low. But this is what I came up with. So I had Hamilton to win from Verstappen, but that was I was so fifty fifty at that. I think the Hamilton fan came through me. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton first. I had Bottas third and Perez fourth. And then, a bit controversial, I had Norris to come ahead of Ricardo, fifth and sixth. That's, that was going to be my one of my crazy season predictions Norris to beat Ricardo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Charles Clerk seventh, Gasly eighth, Carlos Sainz ninth. Had Sebastian Vettel tenth, as a couple of you might remember. I had him a bit lower to begin with, but. <laughs> I was kind of pressured into moving him up a bit, which I'm kind of regretting now. <laughs> Wait till you hear mine. <laughs> I had Alonso in 11th, uh, Yuki Tsunoda 12th, then Stroll and Ocon 13th and 14th, uh, Kimi Raikkonen 15th, then Russell, Giovinazzi, Latifi, and then the two Hasses. No prizes for guessing who is last uh, on no points. That's my. I think we're setting yeah, a common trend yeah. here with P20. Mm. It's so it's not really yeah. surprising. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I've got everyone's favourite top three from last season, uh Hambot Vare. <laughs> um so Hamilton first, Bottas second, Max third, Sergio fourth, Ricardo fifth, sixth place at Sebastian Vettel. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen now. Um Lando Norris in seventh, Stroll in eighth. Leclerc ninth, Alonso tenth, uh, Sainz eleventh, Ocon twelfth, Gasly thirteenth, Sonoda fourteenth, uh, Raikkonen fifteenth, Russell sixteenth, Giovinazzi seventeenth, Latif eighteenth, Schumacher nineteenth, and twentieth. I got Hamilton first, Verstappen second, Bottas third, Perez fourth. Ricardo fifth, Vettel sixth, but that isn't going to mm. happen. Norris seventh, Gasly eighth, Leclerc ninth, Stroll tenth, Alonso eleventh, Sainz twelfth. I think that's the one I regret the most. Ocon thirteenth, Sonoda fourteenth, Giovinazzi fifteenth, Russell sixteenth, Kimi seventeenth, Schumacher eighteenth, because I think he might nick a point like Rich. 19th TV and 20th P who shall not be named. <laughs> so I think we should just pick that off. <laughs> Seb and Seth. Oh. 
Well, three of us have got that. Haven't we? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's only been one race. There's 22 minutes. It's only been one race. race. This was from testing, yeah. so we were hopeful. Yeah. You believed Twitter, that's what you did. I had faith that it was just the Ferrari. I'm now <laughs> feeling so bad about that. Yeah. Oh, God, no. I blame Twitter, I got it too much. <laughs> I mean, our, our midfields are unsurprisingly jumbled. But yes. in, some of us have got things in sort of the same place. Like I've I've got um I've got Esteban and Yuki in the same place as uh, as Ben, um, and then I think a fair few of us had Danny Rick P five. Yeah, I don't yeah. think yeah, so, it's like relatively simple. He's, he's all up there in our list. So I mean, it's just because of how tight the midfield is, even between the teams, that it's even harder to separate between the drivers. So. I mean, like, it only takes a couple of dodgy weekends and a few DNFs, and you've dropped four or five places in the championship. So. Yeah, we're all um, we're all very assuming of McLaren third. Now, if yeah. I was to do it again, now I, I would actually potentially have Leclerc to squeeze maybe in between a McLaren in the standings. Mm. I, I can see, him, and especially I, I, last I don't season, think they're still... quite there yet. Yeah, over a twenty-three race season, though, I wouldn't Fruit. be surprised. But um, I think one of the key things is going to be reliability this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw um, last season with an awful car, Leclerc still got a couple of podiums, didn't he? Yeah, Leclerc finished second in the first race. Mm. Yeah. I, I, then, still, I still put that down to the fact that nine people... Nine drivers finished, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still... But even take that away, that's still 11th in yeah. the Ferrari. <laughs> that, yeah. And half of those non-finishers probably would have finished behind Leclerc anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, we had the likes of the Williams. Yeah, he in was that second list. even with Hamilton's penalty, wasn't he? Yeah. He, like, if he didn't get uh, the penalty, he would still be second, though, wouldn't he? He'd no, third. third. I think. Oh, yeah. so. Also... Yeah, it was a Mercedes 1 2 on the road. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. And then. Then a wee cheeky five second mm, time yeah, penalty. Both Rebels went. But that was really it, wasn't it? Apart from them two. It would have been you know, probably fifth in a race. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Max yeah, I mean, it's hard to out, say, isn't it? So, so much. Yeah, so much Max happened, was looking yeah. rapid until his engine decided it just wanted to not. <laughs> Reminded me of the time Max that... DNF'd in Hungary a couple of years ago, and he just went on a swearing rampage as he parked the car. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can understand it, can't you? Like, you, oh, you, yeah. you train for so long, you spend so long in practice and qualifying, and then it just gives up. Yeah, and mm. it's oh, it's it's. I think it's more understandable if you're angry at yourself when you know you've made a mistake, but it's also understandable to be angry when it's something out of your control. Mm. So, I mean, like yeah, we saw it with um, we saw it with Kvyat, uh, Silverstone when he bombed off. He he thought it was his fault. Um, yeah, although was, his tire just blown up. Yeah, that was unlucky. Um, but he he thought it was his fault at the time. So you know, you could see he was like yeah. upset and angry about it. That actually happened twice in the season, and um, because it happened to Lance as well, uh, Magello. It happened to Danny earlier in the season at Austria, right yeah. rear again. Was that an Emily as well? Yeah, I mean, there's was, was a lot actually. Could we be yeah. returning to the year of the exploding tires? I think it was 2012. All the Pirellis just gave out. Just, yeah. Oh, 2013 at Silverstone, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was quite an infamous race. I don't know. Um, 2020 at Silverstone. <laughs> well, yes, that is also true. And 20, was it when the Ferraris both blew up at the end as well? The 17? Yeah, 
2018, I think Silver it was. Silverstone, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, there was four punctures at Silverstone last year. Three. Um, because there was the Kvyat one and then oh, yeah. the three big yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Three late race ones. Mm. Pirelli. <laughs> Come on, Muga. <laughs> I was so confused when I was, because I was watching it, well, reading the things from my phone, because I was in Morrison's when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was just staring at my phone. And Other then... supermarkets are available. <laughs> <True. Yeah. laughs> I was in the supermarket. <laughs> I was staring at my phone. It's like, what's happened to them? Like, where are they going? Like, signs just dropped down all the way down. And Bottas did. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. The live timings weren't updating either. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I remember the, the watching the race was just a because and it, it didn't was, know how to comprehend it. <laughs> it was before Mercedes added that handy blue and purple strip along the halo. So it was just a car and it cut to one of them with a puncture and Crofty's like, Hamilton's got a puncture. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> it's when the... Wait, and then, no, it's yeah. Oh, he does that actually is, have oh a puncture. Yeah, two laps later, Crofty, you jinxed it. Your time when is now. <laughs> When that graphic came up saying it was Hamilton, when it was actually Bottas, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that... the thing. Even the graphics got it wrong. It wasn't just Crofty. Which is like, <sighs> yeah. The thought of Lewis Hamilton like losing the British Grand Prix on the last lap, that's like, for me, that's like my sporting nightmare. And then the fact oh, that, that, that had happened. me right on the edge of my mm. seat, though. I really I think the um... fact that there was no fans there made it a better <laughs> um, imagine if that had to be a full Silverstone he gets a punch in the last lap and Max overtakes him in the last corner that's just like ah, bye can you imagine can you imagine the atmosphere like on the last lap because you know what Silverstone's like always oh, like, yeah. they applaud Hamilton every single lap he goes past especially on the last lap and then he goes past <laughs> on three wheels <laughs> what I remember being there in 2013 actually when they went to the big screen and his tyre had blown up that was that was heartbreak <laughs> hmm. and 18 when he got spun um, out, but yeah. I mean, if he'd lost that race, <laughs> I don't know how I'd go over it. A quick side note, last week we were talking about Netflix getting things wrong um, on Drive to Survive. Formula One always seem to get something wrong when they're talking about Hamilton's title win in 2008 because they always say it's the last corner of the last lap and it it's not. It's the second-to-last second corner on the last lap. I know that doesn't sound as good, but come on, Formula One. Get it I right. Think the only bit they get right was, was that Glock? <laughs> <laughs> it's that Glock. It is. Glock going slowly. Oh, God. The scenes from the Ferrari garage that year. Absolutely. Oh, that was incredible. Oh, just headbutted the wall and the Ferrari <laughs> yes! just fell off. <laughs> oh, man. I just love seeing the video of them who are like jumping around celebrating and this guy comes up and their faces just drop. I was like, oh. Yeah, the, the guy sort of just walks up and points at the screen that's like, yeah. and they all just stop and look and like, oh no. And their faces just drop. I was like, yeah. oh no. That's, that's always so awkward to watch because Mass, it's literally Mass's dad is the one right there. Yeah. He's celebrating and then gets, oh. And then he just looks <laughs> up and it's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Q for our angry Ferrari man. Yeah. <laughs> should we should we cover our, our crazy prediction for the season? Hulkenberg will return. That's mine, That's mine as you well. Well return. <laughs> That's mine as well. <laughs> I said more specifically, Vettel would go race ban and Hulkenberg would return. Mm. Martin. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, a couple of mine have been covered in sort of the 
season prediction. So Norris to finish ahead of Ricardo has no points. Um, yeah, my apart from that, my other one was that there will be five teams and seven drivers that win races. That's, mm. So I've kind of worked that out as obviously the Red Bulls and Mercedes, including obviously Perez will win one. And then one of the McLarens, Leclerc, and I've got Gasly to win another race. That's I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> Monza back to back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone put a bet on it now. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? Um uh, See, that makes that makes mine yeah. seem quite mundane to be honest. I've just said McLaren to get five podiums this season. Hmm. Didn't they get three last year? Or was it two? two? Norris yeah. and Sainz both got yeah. one, yeah. Got one each, yeah. Norris got fair. one at Austria, Styria, and then no, it was yeah. Austria, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was okay. Austria. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then Sainz at um, yeah. Italy, Monza. Specifically, I I got more. one after that, to be honest. For anyone that was seventeen races, and they well, Norris could have had one in Germany, couldn't he? Yeah, his engine and then, came out at the yeah, end of yeah. that round. They kind of, I think, Sainz. I can't remember exactly, but he could have had a couple more. Like the secure one, one, they kind of messed up his strategy, didn't they? And he was... Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of times where they were quite close to a podium because yeah. a lot of times they came fourth. I think Lando Yeah, Norris... McLaren probably would have got one in secure, but didn't mm. they, they come up virtual safety car ending and then Science was just yes, like... Yes, Science was still... But anyway, yeah. why are Norris, you coming in? Yeah. The VSC is ending. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, he could have won, couldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like... Third. Yeah, he would have been. He just third. stayed out. He probably could have won. Yeah, I think. Personally, you know, in Monza, when they were all waiting in their red flag. Yeah. Mm. Personally, I think if Stroll didn't change his tires in the red flag, I think Norris could have got a podium then as well. Yeah. 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 Mm, definitely. Yeah. They so were... I think I remember. I think it was Will Buxton had said something about changing the tires. I was like, Lando could have got a po. They could have had a McLaren double podium, if. He didn't change his tyres. Yeah, because it would have been essentially 30 seconds down the road and Norris wasn't that far behind him. Yeah. No, he was, yeah. he was quite close. Yeah, he'd no. lost as you can about tell, 25 seconds. For, for I, I people watching like the video, for, for people watching the video, as you can tell, I'm quite bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> as for a Lando con- fan, so am I. <laughs> for context, yeah. I'm wearing a McLaren shirt and a McLaren coat in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I just I remember that race though. Like I was talking to some friends during like sort of the red flag and the safety car, like trying to work out who was going to win. And it was like, well, Sainz could have really won, couldn't he? But then Stroll was effectively in the net lead for a while. But then there was the period after the safety, because the, the safety car messed up the order, didn't it? And it put like Alfa Romeo mm-hmm. and the clerk right near the front. And yeah, then it was then, like, where Kimmy start from yeah. third on the grid? Yeah, yeah. Kimmy was like third at one point, well, he and was then in, Lando. Yeah. Then he, he was got back. Second yeah, he, hadn't, he hadn't um, changed his tyres no. before yeah. the um, before the, uh, the red flag came out. So. Yeah, well, it was like Gasly, Raikkonen, Giovinazzi, Leclerc all benefited from the safety car, didn't they? Because mm. the pit lane got closed. But then Stroll's was because he didn't pit at all. Which yeah. was, so had mm. there not been the Leclerc crash, he would have dropped like way down. At least six places. Yeah. And then there was the question of where would Hamilton have got to without the red flag? He would have gone further down the road for his penalty. So it was, it was all like, yeah. <laughs> I think there's about race. six or seven drivers that were discussed as could have won that race at the time. I think, even, if... yeah. Sorry, carry on. 
Uh, I was gonna say, if I think if Lance hadn't absolutely sent it into Delarogia, he he could have won the race. Yeah, but he Definitely. shot himself in the foot. Yeah, well, I think the tire. Well, he <laughs> yeah. effectively started on pole. Hamilton yeah. was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, going back to like what you said about anyone could have won. I think Gasly himself. He was asked, like, do you think the Monza win was lucky? And he said himself, anyone could have won, Sainz could have won, Lance could have won, anyone could have won, but he did. So it's like, yeah, he, he is lucky. Doesn't matter who could have won, yeah, it's who did. did win. He did, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think my other sort of crazy prediction is we'll have more red flags um, at some point in the season. <laughs> I'm thinking obviously qualifying and practice red flags don't count because anytime there's even like a slight crash a red yeah. flag yeah. Pra- practice they're very trigger happy on the red flags yeah same with qualifying um, because it really doesn't matter if they red flag those um, but there'll be another race red flag I'm thinking possibly Baku. Somebody's just going to hit the wall in the entry to the castle section. We, we're going to have a we're going to have a Leclerc. I am stupid again. Yeah, but during the race. <laughs> um, my, yeah, my crazy prediction was uh, Williams in P8 in the constructors because hmm. I I really want them to do well. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I hope they do. Yeah, I, I'm hopeful, but. I, I, having seen the first race, uh, I think that the Alphas, the Alpha Romeos, sorry, um, have made enough of a step forward to mm. just keep ahead of them. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I was watching the 2017 uh, Azerbaijan Grand Prix the other day, and it was so weird seeing a Williams on the podium. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> What's he got on? nabbed on the line as well, didn't he? Yeah, like... yeah, he would have been second, and Bottas actually passed them on the line. It was funny. Do you remember how Stroll was getting like ridiculed at the start of that season, wasn't he? Because he was yeah. like a second off the pace of Massa, who had retired the year before that, and then and then he got like his first points finish and suddenly got a podium out of nowhere. Yeah, that was. Then again, it's Baku. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any oh, crazy predictions, on... Ben? Oh, yeah. So I have to read it out. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Commit to it now. <laughs> this is fully from tries to survive. I had Giovinazzi say his dream was to get on the podium with Alfa Romeo, and I'm like, why not? Make your dreams come true, lad. So I've made that my crazy prediction, and I regret it so much. <laughs> I mean, it's for an honourable cause. Yeah, yeah. things have happened. I think. Yeah. At least your this prediction is... is like fulfilling someone's dreams, and I was yeah. just like, <laughs> Nico's going to have another race. <laughs> yeah. Nico's back. I mean, imagine someone said Gazi would win a race. Last year, yeah, 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 we'd have laughed yeah. at that, wouldn't we? I mean, if Al- if Alfred Romeo. Are like at the back end of the midfield, that's not impossible. Because if you think, how many drivers did we have on the podium? It was like 13, isn't that or something last season? A lot more than usual. Yeah. <laughs> and then they could have been what Russell Hulkenberg if he's allowed <laughs> yes. to start. Well, actually, yeah. no, because he started there, didn't he? In there, and then there was, yeah, he did the safety was pit still. close, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 fourth. So, yeah, no, there were definitely a lot of drivers that could have taken another a podium, yeah, um, impossible. But... Yeah, I think he was third at one point, wasn't he? And yeah, I think the yeah. Alfa Romeo is stronger 
compared to everyone else this year than it mm. was last year. So I, I'd put higher hopes on a on a finish for that for that this year than last. Um, anyway, Imola. Imola, let's before we do predictions, let's talk track limits <laughs> as we're going to do every race of the season. So. I've found the stewards document from the 2020 Emila Grand Prix and these were the rules as you can now see on screen for the benefit of our Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. listeners. Um, the FIA were policing the exit of turn 9 and the exit of turn 15. Um, a driver will have been judged to have left the track if no car remains in contact with the track, so basically all four wheels across the white line. Um, each time any car fails to negotiate the turn 9 exit or turn 15 exit on the track, teams will be informed via the official messaging system, which is the wee race control pop-ups that you see on, on the races. On the third occasion that a driver fails to do that, it'll be shown a black and white flag and any further cutting will then be reported to the stewards. For the avoidance of doubt, this means a total of three occasions combined, not three at each corner. So you could do two at turn 15 and one at turn nine and still get your black and white flag. Um, Interestingly, and- it's it's three equals the black and white flag, whereas on all yeah. the commentators last year were saying it's three, and then if you do your fourth, you get the black and white. No, it's three so, for the black so they, and white. So the, yeah. the, the commentary team was wrong last year then. Yeah. Um, in all cases detailed above, the driver must only rejoin the track when it's safe to do so and not do a Seb <laughs> um, in Monza. Uh, and without gaining a lasting advantage. Oh, well, Monza, when he spun off and just drove into... Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, yeah. Montreal turn four, squeeze Lewis into the wall. No, no, oh, when he just drove into Lance. <laughs> yeah. And then Lance drove into someone else, yeah. Um, and But crucially, the above requirements will not automatically apply to any driver who's judged to have been forced off the track. Each such case will be judged individually. It's this part in Part C that I want them to bring back. It was so clear for the races. I, I'm um, hopeful that they will, given the absolute backlash that they've received from everyone uh teams drivers reporters fans everyone absolutely hated the ambiguity so i'm praying and i don't pray often i'm praying that a a simple return to those those set of instructions and rules will will ensue this year yeah oh god it's just yeah it's just so much easier yeah there's not really been a problem with it for qualifying, has there, for a while. It's just if you go off at this corner, you get invalidated. But yeah, it notes that it clear in the race. That's, um, that's all. <laughs> like yeah, if you do it this many time, times at this corner, yeah. A lap time achieved during any practice session of the race by leaving the track on the exit of turn 9 slash 15 will result in that lap time being invalidated by the stewards. So it removed that pointless line that was present in the Bahrain notes saying, oh yeah, we're not policing lap times during the race, but we'll police it any other time. Just bring back the 2020 rules, please. Mm. Um, yeah. And we'll be, we'll find out on Thursday when yeah. the race director's notes get published. 
um, it usually is whether or not they're sticking to that this year. And I so, so hope that they are. <laughs> I, th- I think we're all hoping for a, a return to that set of rules because it's just it's easier to follow. It's easier to, to watch on the TV. It leaves yeah. absolutely nothing in doubt. You're not going to have Lewis meandering off the track 29 times. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if they do that, it'll be a nice uh, weekend, <laughs> <laughs> barring any uh, max tyre explosions again. But yeah, so <laughs> corners, corners to watch this weekend are turn nine and turn 15, um, based off of the last Emilia Romagna Grand Prix. But will the FIA stick to it? Who knows? I mean, this year it's not called the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix, is it? No, like, it's not. Well made Let in me Italy. get it up. It's called the Formula One Pirelli Grand Premio del Made in Italy e dell'Emilia Romagna 2021. Whoa, coffee's a fun time. Also known as the Imola GP on Twitter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Emilia Romagna. Hashtag Emilia GP. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Emilia Romagna. No, on Twitter, I think. I think the hashtag oh. on Twitter Because Emilia Romagna is, is massive yeah. um, mm. to put in a Twitter hashtag. Yeah, and nobody's gonna spell it right. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm just. Gonna... <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna do the hashtag. You're gonna get to yeah, Emil, it's... and then about four yeah. different variations of it are gonna come up, and you're gonna <laughs> yeah. wonder which one it is. It's so, yeah. It was like the the argument between the teams um, during last year's Styrian Grand Prix as to what the hashtag yeah. was. <laughs> Why wasn't it Styrian Grand Prix? I think it's the same. No, it was Austrian GP still. Yeah, Yeah. they didn't change it stupidly. Hashtag stayed Austrian GP. Yeah, they didn't make that mistake again. What was the 70th anniversary one? Was it? Uh, I think it was just 70 GP, wasn't it? I think it was F170. That was it. Yeah. So I remember seeing that like on all the cars. Yeah. Well, that Mm. was actually on the Williams car all year. Yeah. Um, I've I got an F one seventy face mask. Actually, that's that's what I wear to the shops. <laughs> I wonder I've got if a homemade um, Star Wars one. I wonder if Williams will keep their Murray Walker quote on the Halo. I doubt it. As, as much as I'd love to be, see that, it would be nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure somebody's I, paid some big bucks to go there. <laughs> yeah, I think this weekend there might be a, a tribute to Prince Philip from some of the British teams. Yeah. Um. But obviously, that's we don't know. Um, that's being the American team, DMX tribute question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, did you see well, on um, because Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton posted, didn't he, about DMX passing away? We know away. about Prince Philip, yeah, and um, not about Philip, and well, he only briefly mentioned it on Instagram, and some people got really angry. It was just yeah, the people usual. were saying because he's knighted, he should say like RIP oh, yeah. and all that. I was like, well, I mean, like, yeah, you kind of haven't the... met the royal family, so. Yeah, yeah, but it's also you've at least interacted with them. It's more than like ninety percent of the general public ever have. Yeah, and mm. a lot of the general public were rest in peace, Prince Philip. Yada yada yada. Mm. Yeah. Our college group chat was split about it because some people make a joke. Some people were saying, "Don't make jokes." The Queen lost her husband, and I was just like, "I'm not getting involved." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so Twitter, it's like... Twitter, but it was nitpicking. It will be as usual, wasn't it, against Hamilton? But... It'll be interesting to see Sky's viewership of qualifying, though, because the funeral is at 3pm. Qualifying oh, yeah. goes green at 3pm. Well, yeah. I know where I'll be. 
Yeah, I mean, which channel <laughs> yeah. I'll be on, to be honest. So they've moved all the yeah. football and stuff. Yeah. But I don't think they can move foreign races. Have. If it was in Britain, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if it was in Britain, they'd have shunted it, but because yeah. it's not, there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. Unless it was, I, I reckon if it was Australia, they might have. Yeah, if it was in the Commonwealth, they might be able yeah. to yeah. roll with it. Yeah. Yeah, in com- Commonwealth, they w- probably would have, but it's not. <laughs> but then. Australia is never going to clash with anything British. True. True. <laughs> True. Canada? Uh, yeah, poss- possibly mm. Canada. Yeah. yeah if that goes again. ahead this year. I think the decision was due today. Yeah, we're still waiting on, on Twitter. it. Yeah. So there's no news as of yet whether I we think are no or news, Canadian. No news is good news. They have to confirm that it's cancelled. If not, it's on. It's on the calendar. So. I mean, unless they pull a Boris Johnson negotiating Brexit and let's have another week of talks. Yeah. So, you know, after seeing how that deadline negotiation went, <laughs> I think any deadline is flexible. So, it's yeah, I mean, it's, it's on the calendar for now. So let's assume that we're going racing in Canada. Should we move on to our Imola predictions then? Yes. Yeah, let's go through some podiums. You have them all. Yeah, the rest I, of us I, haven't seen everyone's predictions. I so do so and enlighten us. I, I've and made also <laughs> enlighten us as to what the public have been saying. Uh, yeah, so I've I've made some little overlays that I will insert at appropriate locations on the overlay. Um, so I know I'm, <laughs> I'm getting the hang of a of a transparent canvas. We're getting high tech and here and the, the Formula One font. So. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we'll start with Alex. You went for a one, two, three of Hamilton, Bottas, and Perez with the extra bold of Max to DNF. Because it's in Italy. Because it's Italy. <laughs> That's a good point. Actually, yes. yeah. I just wanted it to different to everyone else. It's That's valid, to be fair. So, <laughs> I, just then, wanted, I just didn't want the normal. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, but none of us have gone for the same. Actually, really? yeah, all oh, six wow. of us have different podiums. Um, I'm quite surprised. All six, so, yeah. There's only five. We got Sonia's. Yeah, got our graphic designer to do a podium prediction as well. That's what I was going for. Making some <laughs> yeah. context. Yeah. Good point. I, I was going to get there when I got round to it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just because all of them are in alphabetical order of names on my list, and she's dead last because she starts with us. Uh, so Ben went for Verstappen, Hamilton, and Gasly in third for, for an gone. outside pick. Full. He done well there last year, apart from the obviously when the engine went bang. But they've done a lot of testing there, and the car looks decent around there. So I was just like, yeah, why not? Go then for again, it. any car looks decent when it's the only car on track. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's Bottas with half a Ferrari stuck under his car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, Chris, you went for Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas. Yeah, I thought the, that's what everyone the, would be going for. The, most yeah. common pairing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's on its way to being the most common podium, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I think it's like two races away or something. That's going to happen this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, absolutely. Nia has gone for Hamilton, Verstappen, Perez. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, fair. Yeah. I, I have gone for Verstappen, Hamilton, Perez. 
Mm-hmm. And our graphic designer Sonia, whose lovely logo you can see in the the bottom le- bottom right, uh, is on the uh, the faith train of McLaren because she's gone Verstappen, Ooh. Hamilton, Norris for P three. I thought you were about to say she had the McLaren to win the race. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. no, she's, she's, not gone, she's not gone quite that bold. That's why it's in the podium predictions, not the crazy <laughs> predictions. But so. What yeah. about what about people in the Discord? Did they so for, for Discord predictions? We've got some some Formula One point five predictions. Mm. Uh, so for the top of the midfield, Jack Morgan has gone for Gasly, Norris, and Sonoda. So that's a, a strong outing for Alpha Tauri. And uh, Shetty Gamer has gone for Alonso, Norris, Ricardo. Uh, and we've had one just come in while we've been recording. Is that Mason? Um, yeah, Mason yeah. has went for Alpha Tauri faster than Ferrari. Mm. So I, I mean, I've got my Formula One point five of I'm going for Norris, Gasly, Ricardo. I think McLaren are going to have a good weekend. Yeah, I'm yeah. going Ricardo. <laughs> Not biased. Uh, Ricardo, Norris, Sonoda. Yeah, I've gone, gone with. Um, Ricardo signs Norris hmm. because I've he got... signs look pretty good in Bahrain. But hmm. <laughs> I've gone Norris Leclerc Ricardo because I've gone with the same thing I mentioned earlier. Of I think Leclerc's <laughs> going to sneak in between the McLarens. Potentially, you know, yeah. last last time Ricardo, it was just a case of them being together on track, and he had to pit later, so lost out. Yeah, I've got Gasly because I was going for the podium and then Lando and McClure. Yeah. Mixed bag, I think it's fair yeah. to say. Yeah. Then again, the midfield's basically impossible to predict. Yeah. True. Uh, but F1 play <laughs> makes me predict it for every weekend. Yes, because I want to go to a Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah, I want paddock pass tickets for a Grand Prix. That's what's at stake on F1 uh, play. I, I, I just want to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I want a, I'm to at go, that stage. But winning F1 play Means and getting paddock pass VIP is perfect. Mm. Yeah. Um, what have people got for their crazy slash crazy specific predictions for Imola? Apart from the fact we're going to get trolled by the weather forecast again, which I left <laughs> off there, um, of the, you know, the early forecast saying it's going to rain and then it doesn't at all weekend. I said an Alfa Romeo will make Q3. That's, I um, rate that. That links logic, it with mine. My logic is uh, obviously they'll get, into, they'll get into Q2, I reckon, and then some people go on, I don't know what compound the tyres is, but the medium compound, and they will go for soft and someone's going to sneak in to the top 10. Mm. So... My prediction is that Kimmy is going to come eighth and there's going to be a safety car. Yeah. That, is, that is one prediction. So I think there'll be I've, a safety I've gone specific. Car. Yeah. <laughs> I think there'll be a safety car and probably because of Max. Yeah. I'm thinking there's, uh, what you call it, the... Oh, Mazepin. Just going to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> the four top cars won't all finish. Um... So I think Checo might get punted into turn one um, or retires at some point in the race. And 15 will be... pile up because of the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there'll be a 
um, full safety car at least twice during the race. Yeah, I've got Gasly podium due to safety car strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah well, let's hope it. it's a uh, let's hope it's a banger. <laughs> it's. I mean, it was interesting last year, but that was because of sort of incidents that weren't to do with overtaking. Yeah. So. I'm praying for an exciting race, but I'm not yeah. holding out hope. I'm I'm yeah. adamant that these cars are too wide for this circuit. Yeah. So I, I, think I don't if... understand why we're going back to Imola when there's so many other tracks that we could be going to. Yeah. In nostalgia, really. But yeah, it's the gonna... history behind the place. Like even the, I would have um... much rather we went to Mugello than Imola. Yeah. I'd have rather gone to Turkey. Mm. Well, they yeah. possibly instead of Canada. That's yeah. a good point. I mean, because they, they just they just put that new surface down, and we've only used it once. We might as well, you know, get yeah. some good running out of it. Yeah, isn't um, that a car park when it's not being used as a racing circuit? I think they mentioned that during the broadcast last season. Um, I have no idea. I, ju- I just know that they sent like everyday cars around to try and rub yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have loved that. Yeah, yeah. That you know, so mate, I'm just I'm just here to help rubber in the circuit. Me and my yeah. at one point. Go do some laps, <laughs> and then it made absolutely no difference. It rained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a very good point. Yeah, but, um, are they going to move the DRS zone back like a bit, Emila, earlier in the straights? I'm sure they. Well, let me check that map. last year. I'm sure. I'm sure they mentioned it last year because mm. obviously it was so difficult. Well, we know it, we knew it was going to be difficult to overtake, but I'm I hope sure so. there was a mention of moving it back but i haven't perhaps that's so it, it's not actually on the track map oh yeah, wait no that's when you'll race the um, note things <laughs> it is on the track map on the website but i think it might be last year's drs zone if i share this formula one website you can see <laughs> i'm getting all the things but yeah so the drs is oh, basically right bit. after the line and right down to two it's already a bit actually no because I'm thinking of the old yeah, last corner. Yeah. So, no, yeah. You, they could put it early, couldn't they? Yeah. In theory, yeah. they could move the DRS detection zone to where the speed trap is and have it from 18 to 2. Yeah. Just yeah. be a mammoth DRS zone. I'm sure it was mentioned last year that they should. Because they said Imola was too short and Portugal was too long. Yeah. Sure. But, so, we shall see. That's one for your race director's notes, I think. They, yeah, and um, once they're published, there's always a, a bit for changes to the circuit. Mm. Um, and so that'll detail if they do change the DRS zone. Mm. We'll move right. on to Formula 1.5, as you put it in our running order. I think we, we, we just covered that. Oh, yeah, we did that? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> F1 Fantasy, then. Yes. Yeah. So for for everyone's information, we set up a uh, a podcast league just between ourselves uh, just before the start of the season. Um, And I made it a triple entry league and nobody else put three teams in. Uh, Is it it two two of us? It's our first time doing this in our defence. I think three maybe. Alex, had you done it before? Well, I've done it before, but Uh, even this season, I've only put my favourite drivers in. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, here's yeah. the standings. I'll share my screen yet again. We have Ben in first, Richard number one, 
in second, myself in third, Richard's number two team in third, uh, Nia in fifth, Alex in sixth, and Richard's team number three quite far behind in seventh. Yeah, that was an abysmal weekend. Yeah. You can also see my team um, for what got me to third. Perez absolutely done wonders as my turbo driver. His points were just outstanding, to be honest. I'm hoping he keeps putting in very strong performances to pull me further up the order. Um, And all the drivers that I had finished, which was incredibly yeah. useful because I didn't get the non-finished points deduction. Uh, <laughs> MDLs um, want to share their teams, bring them up. Uh, I mean, my my third place team named Smooth Operator, because it's got Carlos Sainz in it, uh, has Sainz, Vettel, Alonso, Gasly as the turbo driver, Verstappen, and then Alpha Tower is my constructor. So yeah. basically, Verstappen is carrying that team. <laughs> Just so so sad because Gasly got two points and then Turbo drived it to four. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll go next then. Um, so I got Perez as my Turbo driver. So then Sonoda, and then I put Schumacher because I like Mick and I didn't know who else to choose. Uh, Ricardo, Bottas, and then McLaren as my team. I have no idea how this works, no idea how the points work, but all I know is I got fifth, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're in fifth. Yeah. Yes, and I'm, I got fifth. If we only count first teams, I'm in last, which, I mean, I don't again, I don't understand it either. Um, I just put, well, generally speaking, my favourite drivers, and the annoying thing was I had Sonoda instead of Alonso to begin with, and then I realised I could afford Alonso, which backfired, and then obviously Gasly as well. I'm not I'm not too sure how I'm in last because I've got Hamilton and then Norris's turbo and McLaren because the rest of us done good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been punished by a sandwich bag, really. With Alonso. Well, yeah, you lost eight yeah. points on yeah. Alonso and you only got two points for Gasly. And then Russell, I think, I don't know, I just assume it's because he's not very expensive and finished so far down. Yeah, no, I mean, points. Mick got 11 points. So, so how has know, Russell for, got for a budget? That's that's you know that's a good return. Hmm. Yeah, I'm very familiar with fantasy football, but not fantasy F1. <laughs> See, but... my my Mercedes car done absolute bets mm. for getting me points. I get sixty seven off the chassis alone. Um, I understand. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring I... up the scoring. So I've I've got it here. Let's let's share it for everyone. Yeah, basically, you get a lot of points if you beat your teammate. Yeah. Oh. Um, so in qualifying you get a point for finishing in Q1 two points for finishing in Q2 and three for Q3 an extra two points if you qualify your teammate if you fall outside the 107% rule um, or fail to set a lap time in Q1 you lose five points if you get disqualified you lose ten points I don't think we've seen the black flag in qualifying for quite some time Vertle, vertle. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you score in the top 10 you get bonus points for qualifying um, 10 points for pole down to 1 point for 10th then the race you get 1 point for finishing, well done um, if you moved up in the order you gain 2 points for each place up to a maximum of 10 points 
Um, an extra three if you finish ahead of your teammate. Five points for fastest lap. So anyone with Lewis would be doing bets. Um, well, Bottas, sorry, would be doing bets for getting those extra five points. If you started in the top ten, finished the race but lost positions, you lose two points a position. If you started outside the top ten and lost positions, you lose one point. If you fail to finish, you lose fifteen points. And if you Damn somehow, you sandwich bag. if you somehow get black flagged, you lose twenty points. Um, yeah. Jeez. Then there's also bonus points which work the same as the actual scoring structure in Formula One. 25 points for a win, one point for finishing 10th. And then there's streaks where you get bonus points as well. Oh, I didn't know about this bit. So if a driver qualifies in the top 10 for five races in a row, he gets bonus five points. Finishes in the top 10 for five races in a row, it's a bonus 10 points. Then for the constructors, it's the same, but both drivers have to do it. Um... And again, there's the five and oh, ten only, points. So that's only for three races in a row. Right, yeah. okay. Interesting. And if you are looking at your teams, you can find out exactly what each driver scored by clicking on them. For example, Sergio. He got ten points for finishing fifth. Um, he got a point for finishing. Another ten points for moving up five places. And he... Q2 finish got him two points. And then, so he scored 23 points because he was my turbo driver. We cheeky bonus points, 46. And then there's the Mercedes car with 67 points. <laughs> he had to get that one in there. Beautiful. 25 for the win. Um, nine for second place qualifying. 15 for third place. Eight for third place qualifying. Two points for both cars finishing the race. Um, two points for a position gained. Lewis also passing Max. And six points for a Q3 finish. I mean, so Red I wonder Bull didn't if... do too bad. They got 53 points that weekend. So Yeah. I wonder if we can see where it all went wrong. Oh, no, we can't. Oh, we can! Haha. So here's where it all went wrong for Richard's team. <laughs> oh, God, no! Nah. being dragged places. through the mill. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Ten places lost by Gasly. I just want to say... negated um, all of his points. On the absolute off chance that Gasly's listening to this, I don't blame you, but please <laughs> keep your front wing this weekend. You're still in my team. I need points. Or shall we look at Alonso? He's in two of my teams. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he got two points for finishing ninth in qualifying another two <laughs> points for beating Ocon three points for getting into Q3 then lost 15 points because of a sandwich wrapper this is a pain very fair you get one point for finishing the race but you lose 15 if a sandwich bag comes in your car <laughs> yeah the bit that sort of rams that home is Sebastian Vettel Scored more points, mm. more points than, than Fernando Alonso. Didn't he outscore Russell? He first? crashed. Yeah, he outscored yeah. Russell. He drove into Ocon. <sighs> he got 10 <laughs> points for position game. Oh, this is... Oh. Well, yeah, because he started at the back, good. didn't he? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. Perez... Did he I started Perez 20th, only, um... so... Yeah, but because Perez was technically qualified 11th, that's uh, where yeah. he started on... F1 fantasy. 
Yes. Didn't I see that Perez is only like three million more than Alonso? Something. Um, and Vettel. As I think well. the score. I think the prices show up. Let's let's bring Richard. Perez back is eighteen point four. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't. Alonso gear, here but... is Alonso is fifteen point three. <clears throat> I mean. Oh, here's all the points. For <laughs> Richard's team, uh, I've only got 67 points. No. Why can't, why can't we look at the one that got a nice 173? Well, let's bring oh. it up and see the difference. Look at that. Where, did, where were all these team. points gained? So, Sergio, obviously 46. Bottas with 32. Um... See, I took the risk because I wasn't too familiar with the score and when I made the team, I'm like, I'll put some lower driving cars in. Um, I, don't I, know I, I ran out of money, anymore. that's why I'm mixing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a spare 200,000 or something, according oh, to F1 Fantasy. <laughs> My chassis cost me um, 38 million <laughs> alone. Yeah, so You've got to have a top two team, which I've learned. Yeah. I think I, I, I might have had the same as that one if I put Red Bull as my car instead of a McLaren because I had the exact same people but a Is McLaren. it the exact same team? Yes. Oh yeah. But a McLaren. <laughs> yes. <Yep>. Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mercedes. <laughs> it's it's my, my team that came in second had Norris as a turbo driver but also has McLaren so yeah, swing some roundabouts you know. I'm quite glad that I set Perez as my turbo driver. He done absolute bits. Yeah, I did as well. Um, if only I put Red Bull. <laughs> but yeah, all my but drivers Perez, at least maybe. scored points. Perez Russell, got the no brainer. Russell didn't get many, but yeah, I'm not happy with this. Why has Russell only got ten? Let's find out. <laughs> so Russell got ten Vettel points, gets, like twelve, whatever it was. Um, because he got three points for beating Latifi in the race, two points for beating Latifi in qualifying, so there's five points. Every a race, point for yeah. finishing in the race, one point, uh, two points for passing one car, oh, and he even and gained two points for Q2. He even gained position, like, yeah, he gained a... one position. Yeah, in like a normal race, he's gonna drop back, isn't he? Because he qualifies so well. <laughs> he'll only, he'll only use he'll only lose one point per position because he'll always start outside the top ten. Yeah, so he's gonna get punished for his good qualifying. And Mister Saturday he gets points in qualifying. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, but think about it: if it only takes a couple of people to uh, DNF to sort of mitigate that. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Mm. I think Shall Paris, we look then? at where we all are in the big Discord league? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Right. Let's bring up leagues. I think I'm doing not too bad after one race. There's ben, some people miles in front because they mega drivered Hamilton, which mm. I think triples the yeah. score. Yeah. Loads yeah. the mega drive. Yeah, so I'm in the top third in the Mercedes League. I'm gonna and the UK league. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> um in fact I'm the top third in the global league as well. I'm quite happy with that. I know 226,000th doesn't look good, but I've never done F1 Fantasy before. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're about the same as me. I've got the same number of mine, 226.6,000th. Yeah. Who's, who's first? <laughs> Someone with a turbo drive. This guy. 285 points. Mega driver used. Yeah. yeah. Who is it? 
Lewis Hamilton, <laughs> 135 points. Oh, God. For Hamilton. Reichen and Schumacher. And he's first. So, yeah, Hamilton yeah. scored 45 points normally, and then that got tripled. Yeah. That's brutal. Oh, and the Mega Driver, you can put on anyone. Yeah, you can put the Mega Driver on anyone. And there's also a Mega... A wild card? I'm not sure what that is. Oh, that's like unlimited substitutions, basically. Uh, You can basically do a complete restart of your team if you've decided that everyone's doing badly. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I'm 342nd in the big Discord league. For context, two forty-eight. For context, for people who are listening who don't know what the Discord is, um, Uh, Matty WF1's girlfriend Sophie started a Discord um, on she tweeted a link to a discord on her twitter just for people to like start talking about f1 and everything and that's like how we all met on this discord and they started a fantasy league on that so shout out to sophie for starting that yeah discord server this person do so well without a mega driver 199 points what yeah Yeah, man norris did bits i I died norris is my whatever it's called uh, Turbo driver, Turbo yeah. driver, yeah. Well, is it just how much Bottas for Saturn that you can't have that on? Oh no, you can turbo yeah. drive for anyone. Because you think. can. Have... No, that's no, it's over a certain value. value you can't. Uh, uh, yeah, so you, so surely Perez like is an absolute now. no-brainer then. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's why Perez will get turbo driver because he'll get he'll gain positions. You can turbo driver him, and he'll get fast laps probably as well if he's say he's four. Yeah, the, the leader. Oh yeah, see the leader in the the league. His mega driver Hamilton and turbo driver Perez. That's just. That's, you're not going to beat that. <laughs> uh, he would have if he turbo drivered Norris. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <He's almost laughs> and had a better chassis. The, the McLaren's there. He's, he's um, probably run out of money, to be fair, because yeah, Hamilton's yeah. like a third of your budget on his own. Yeah. Mm. So Rob, good team, but change your turbo driver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then again, this week I'd say keep it as Perez. I think he just got unfortunate last weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. but right, I think that's about wrapping it up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Do, do we have anything? Oh, FIA Formula Regional by Alpine is on this weekend. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> which is the step in between Formula Four. And FIA Formula Three. Um, so if you're interested in the very new upstarts, um, it's being live streamed on YouTube, I think. So it's Is free. It? It's free yeah. watch. Yeah. Was it like the first year last year or the year before? It's been going for two years. I think it's this year. Yeah. No, well, it's it, rebranded it's, this year. Yeah, because yeah, it used to be by Formula Renault. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for, no, Formula last, Regional. Yeah. yeah I think. It was Formula uh, Regional last year. But it was actually two different championships and they've merged them together um, according to their website, at least. Yeah, because I know Formula Formula Regional was definitely a thing last year because I was following um, Arthur Leclerc and Jamie Chadwick because they both drove for Prema. So I was following, well, vaguely following them and I know Jean-Luc Petikoff won last year. I think Frederick Vesti won the year before. The Formula Renault Euro Cup. Yeah. Yeah, they've. I'm guessing they've combined that with Formula Regional. So, um, an Alpine Academy driver by the name of Victor Martins won it last year. <clears throat> and so, it, yeah, it combined, debut. 
It combined ACI Sport Formula Regional and the Formula Renault Euro Cup. Um, those are the two things combined. And also Formula E was on at the weekend. Yeah. Did anyone watch the race? I did. Uh, what did you what did we think <laughs> of the race? It was in Rome. Um yeah. for those who, who are not aware in the city centre. The uh, the only time I will support Mercedes, I was quite disappointed with Nick. He crashed out both times. Are you just supporting Mercedes because McLaren aren't in, aren't in Formula E? That's sort of yeah. <laughs> that yeah. silence yeah. coming back. No, uh, I, I kind of. McLaren. Yeah, uh, um, I support. I found how Nick was through the Prema videos they posted on the mm. YouTube channel. So I've kind of just gone to support Nick and Stoffel. Obviously, McLaren. She's supporting Mercedes <laughs> well, because the McLaren power unit this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all, also, the, all the Formula E cars have got a McLaren battery. Um, yeah, but also um, I support um, Venturi because of Susie Wolf. I have some news. Oh. McLaren, oh, yeah. this was announced a little while back, yeah. but McLaren are looking to enter Formula yeah. E. Oh, yes. I know who else be supporting. <laughs> Mercedes! <laughs> Bring the papaya! <laughs> um, but yeah, McLaren are looking to enter uh, Formula E from next year or the year I think after? It was, I think it was, it was 2023, wasn't it? 2023, yeah. yeah. Well, that would make sense because. Uh, for I the mean, Gen 3 cars. Yeah. I, I love Formula E. It's mm. absolutely chaotic. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, normally, I would watch it, but I was uh, trying to uh, continue with my dissertation as much as possible because that's it's due in at the end of the month. So. I know, <laughs> but I've got to get my dissertation done. No. <laughs> no, uni. Formula E. But that, that was like me all weekend because I was like, I need to do my project proposal for college because I'm making a film, but Formula E. <laughs> <laughs> And like, yeah, I was like, I've got uni work, but Formula E's on. The uni work can be done on Monday. <laughs> I've been doing work at uni. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine wanting a degree. <laughs> Imagine doing uni. Oh. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I say I that and I have to do it online. You're sitting in fourth hour. year doing a dissertation, yeah. Mm. I, I spent an hour this afternoon just... Uh, editing different audio over the, the meme of Zemo dancing. <laughs> so, uh, but, time um, well spent, I might add. Yeah. Time, time well spent. I just remember, I go back to college tomorrow and I really don't want to. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the benefits oh. of university, I'm still on Easter break. So I, I was. Imagine having but... an Easter break. I finish on Wednesday and that's me until September. <laughs> Blimey. I mean, I have to get, I, have, I actually have to get up early tomorrow. Oh, no. I, I've got an 8am haircut. I'll have a fresh, fresh <laughs> should we tomorrow. Should we stop the podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> Before we drag on too much. Well, I mean, I think we should go back to Formula E. Yeah. We don't have to talk about the race. <laughs> no, I, I heard there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. The, the stewards confused me a little. I don't understand why both races were started by the safety car. The first feel, one was I mean, because the track was really wet, so they gave them a lap to like assess the conditions and then started off. The second one, I don't know. I, I mean, don't... give them give them a recon lap like Formula One. Then mm. don't don't start the race for five minutes behind the safety car when it's a that, timed race. 
I yeah. think it was really meant is like it was like a formation lap, really. Yeah. But it went do, on do, for like it, two it, laps. it just happened to be three formation laps. Yeah. Mm. And Massive. then they still crashed. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> um, I was gutted when Stoffel spun and then just took yeah. Nick with them. I, I um, was sure. I was so sad. <laughs> Because Mercedes should be leading the championship. Their car is looking like the best on the grid. Especially... But it's just not um, happening. The Sunday race. Mm. Like, as soon as Stoffel got into the lead, he was gone. Oh, yeah. There was a couple of times where, like, the top three were, like, fighting a little bit. Then he just went. Then there was, like, that overtake, Samba. Was it Sam? No, not Samba. I can't remember his name now. (laughs) Which overtake? Straight after the safety car, Pascal, I think it was Pascal Verlain was in second. And then mm. immediately after the safety car was gone, he just went for it straight on the outside. That was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was oh, on yeah. Pascal Verlain, actually. Yeah, it was Verlain on Pascal Verlain. Verlain. As soon as the safety car ended, he just Who went was for it. It? Was, it was Sims. I think it was Alexander um, Sims. That's yeah. his name, yeah. I was thinking of um, Bird. Yeah. But um, no, I think it was Sims and he just caught Verline napping oh, off yeah. the safety car restart. I was like, haha, bye. That was well, good. it was a full course yellow restart, so virtual safety cars, as Formula One fans would know it. Yeah. Um, I wish they just standardised stuff like that. Yeah. Because I was mm. quite confused when I first watched Formula E and they're yeah. like, full course yellow, and then they all slowed down. I'm like, oh, it's the virtual safety car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the first race I watched was the race before Rome. Oh, me and my uh, brother were so confused. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Me and my brother were so confused, but but it, um, I I really enjoy it now. Like what what do we all think about attack mode? A bit confusing. <laughs> I mean, the like, fan base. Yeah, the fan, fan boost I don't uh, like. No, that's, yeah, no, I, sorry, that's that. really biased. I yeah. yeah, I think attack um, mode's fine. Yeah, attack mode's like it's a, it's like a good concept and like it's it's really cool. Like, but like fan boost, like it's going to mm. be the same drivers every week. Yeah, yep. Stoffel's like... had fan boost yeah, exactly. every race yeah. since he joined Formula E. Yeah, he I was getting like fifty yeah. percent of the vote in his debut. Normally, it's like ten yeah. percent and yeah. stuff. Stoffel fifty. Yeah, imagine oh. like Stoffel <laughs> and Nick. I'm guessing yeah. those two like get it every single. Race. Yeah, they've had it every yeah. race. Yeah, this yeah. season. Attack mode in F1. No. I think we call it extra battery boost. I think we call that DRS. Oh, I'm I'm thinking on top. You you get to deploy more battery power this lap. I guess that's what the overtake button was, and when they used to be able to turn up engines and things. So we basically, we say we Formula One basically banned attack mode um, last season in Spa. They've still got attack mode, haven't they? Uh, um, um, they still got the overtake, overtake button. Yeah, 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 but they can't just like turn up the engine. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, you fixed it. Which is quite point. disappointing. I, I quite enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah, I think it takes something away, but at the same time, I think time, it takes it something of, away from qualifying. I, I think it kind of, um, I think it takes something away from qualifying and the race because if, you, mm. if you're in the race and you know you're trying to, like, like Carlos uh, uh, Monza whack the engine up to 11 and get off Gasly. Yeah. Um, but then again, Gasly would have just whacked the engine up to 11 and tried to stay clear. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it kind of, it locks you in to that sort of like risk reward 
ratio of how much do you want to turn the engine up? How far are you willing to push yourself up the grid? But at the cost mm. of you're more likely to blow your engine up because you're running it harder. So, yeah. and I mean, with the, the like three power units for the season and now we've got 23 races. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting in that way that they you're, you're kind of stuck. But I wish there was sort of like an attack mode where you're allowed to boost your engine power for two laps. Mm. So. There's one thing I don't like about attack mode is they have to use like a minimum of two or three every single race. Well, it's like, a ma- they they have to use yeah. both their assigned attack modes. Yeah, yeah, they have and to then use Rome, them. They had three for some reason. Yeah, I can't remember why, but they have to use them. And if you're like right at the very end of the race, like say you have like two left at the very end of the race, you have to go attack mode both times, and, and you might not even have time because it's a timed race. See, you have I think, time to take both of them. That's what like, kind of annoys me. I think attack mode was brought in so that there was some strategy to Formula E because mm-hmm. they don't make pit stops. Yeah. Um, but then the bit that sort sort of frustrated me, sort of didn't, was the second race in Daria where we got the red flags. Um, obviously it went full course yellow, safety car, red flag. Um, the issue there was. Some drivers haven't taken their attack modes, but you're not able to take it under full course yellow or the safety car. Because last year, drivers took it, and then other drivers were, all right, I'm just going to pass you then. It just overtook under the safety car because drivers were taking attack mode. Um, So it swings and roundabouts, but if you haven't used all four minutes of the attack mode, you get a 30-second time penalty. I think they changed that for the second Rome race. Because mm. I remember right at the end, two people, I think, hadn't used their attack mode and they were going to run out of time while they still were on attack mode. I think it was Pascal Verlein and then he took attack mode and then went to safety car. There was a few, there was I, a couple got, there was a few get penalised actually. Um, yeah. Shock. Shock when there's a race and there's penalties. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the, oh, that is a big detractor from Formula E is what a lot of people say you'd find out the race result about half an hour after the race because there's a lot of investigations. Yeah, um, you, you, a... you can have that in Formula 1, though. Like, think back yeah. to, to Austria. We had like a three-hour wait while they decided if Max's overtake on Charles was legal or not. Yeah, which and I still like, don't think it was. And but... uh, Carlos's podium in Brazil 2019. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, that was so long afterwards. Yeah, basically yeah. everyone had went home. Yeah, yeah, it's just the McLaren guys that were like, we want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we're going up to the podium. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, there was a few drivers got... I can't find the actual documents on here, which is irritating me. <laughs> um, I was... Wait, I've got one more idea. Timing results, because it usually notes at the bottom of the classifications who got penalties. Then there's always a few because it's Formula E and everyone crashes into each other. Um, I know the first race, Stoffel Van Dorn, I think he got one. Oh, mm. I'm not sure whether the person who crashed into him got one. Nick DeVries has got a grid penalty for the next race because oh, causing next, a collision. He, he spared oh, yeah. two people off Yeah. in one corner. Yeah, so <laughs> um, one, two, three drivers got 30-second time penalties um, because they didn't use their attack modes. 
Um, and then one driver got disqualified. Yeah, because he ran out of energy as because, he crossed the line. That's a common one, isn't the it? The thing though? that I'm confused yeah. about there, though, is according to the TV graphics, Eduardo Mortara ran out of energy first before yeah, Norman Nato. He, he, he hit 0.0, so. yeah. and then he hasn't been disqualified. He's kept his points. Mm. Yeah, but Nato got disqualified. Wasn't there As... one where, like, their line was winning, but he he was, like, obvious for ages that he was going to struggle to finish So he, uh, with his energy. So he, he literally caused the biggest train ever seen. And then on, the, like, the last lap, I think, I think he just had, like, the grassy right behind him and then like, on the run to the line he almost put him in the pit wall and sort oh, of coasted over the line yeah it was Mexico yeah. last year I think. On the line, didn't not he? last year because yeah. we didn't go to Mexico but the year before mm. yeah um, that was where that happened it was mental yeah I think with the um, Na- Nato Nato how Nato, do you say yeah. Nato yeah I think with him I can't remember what I was going to say now uh, I think he overused his energy. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. That's why he got disqualified because, like, he used too much energy or too much power. I can't exactly remember what they said because it was. Yeah, Mortara got twelve points. Yeah, but uh, I think because because he was fighting for the podium, I think that's uh, he overused energy mm. and then crossed the line. And then it was like that five minutes of while waiting for second and third to get to the podium we were like who's gonna turn up yeah and then just have a camera at the finish line and just wait (laughs) see who makes it nato still got a point (laughs) what did he get a point for nato got a point yeah one point he scored despite Uh, being disqualified he's got fastest lap no uh, (gasps) what's this point for Multiple. I'll let you find that out. <laughs> I don't know why he scored points, but he has. Right, should, what? We, should we wrap this up then before it goes to another two-hour episode? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like a plan. Again. I'll <laughs> try and find out how again. Norman Nato's scored points. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Mystery point. <laughs> yeah. We'll One plus next... disqualified. Qualifying? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. What, do you get the qualifying points? No, you get qualifying points for pole. Um, was, do you get them for second and third? Or? I don't know. I, uh, no. <laughs> mm, it's a mystery point. Someone yeah. should ask the FIA. Like, <laughs> what is this point for? Sure, someone got probably disqualified. Knows. I'm sure a lot of people know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll find out by next yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out tell you next week how Natal yeah. scored a point despite... <laughs> disqualified from the race <laughs> right so uh as per usual if you're watching us on youtube uh give us a like subscribe hit the notification bell and you'll know when the next episode goes live it's usually tuesdays uh 6 p.m uh, british summer time uh yeah. greenwich mean time when it goes back to that uh if you're listening That's to us october don't get yeah, I, I know. We're, we're still going after that we've got a season planned <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to us on Anchor, give us a follow. Breaker, give us a follow. Google Podcasts, follow and give us a like if there's that option. Uh, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, give us a follow. Um, rate us five stars where you can. Uh, it'll just help us out uh, getting some exposure. Um, and we hope to be able to join you all on Apple Podcasts soon. Soon. Um, still waiting, we're still waiting on, on approval. Yeah. Um, Give us a follow on Twitter as well because hopefully we'll be trying to involve more people. 
Yes. Uh, in future yeah. episodes. Yeah, um, like this Turn one. 5 podcast on Twitter yeah. and yeah. Facebook. We'll, we'll post out tweets when we want your predictions. Uh, so that'll be the week after Imola. So that because that's the week before Portimao. Yeah, and we'll also be posting stuff like this in Sophie's Discord, as we mentioned. Uh, we we ask people stuff there as well because they're usually really active. So yeah. Yep. Hopefully, uh, we'll have a guest soon as well. <laughs> <laughs> we were meant to have a guest tonight, but real life happened, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe next week. So. We'll let you know. Until next time. <laughs> yes. Until next week. Yeah. Have a fantastic day. And we'll see you then. Cheerio. Bye now. Uh...